Portage Health Foundation is proud to introduce you to Superior Educator Dominique Crowley from Chassel Schools. Mrs. Crowley's positive outlook continues to spark creativity and kindness in her classroom. She excels at making education fun and exciting for her students. Her infectious smile brightens the days and her dedication to education is clear to see in the students' progress as they learn and grow. If you know an amazing educator like Mrs. Crowley, go to superioreducators.org and nominate them to be recognized as the next Superior Educator. Good Sunday morning. Welcome once again to Copper Country Today. I'm Todd Van Dyke. Thank you for joining us on the program. We're brought to you by the Portage Health Foundation. Of course, you can find out more about them at phfgive.org. There's a name change in the offing for one of the Copper Country's most prevalent uh, financial institutions. The Michigan Tech Federal Credit Union, as it's been known for many years, is not known as the Michigan Tech Federal Credit Union anymore. So I thought we'd find out, first of all, what's behind the name change. And secondly, let's talk a little bit about what credit unions are, a little bit about their history, where this one came from, and what they have to offer. So uh, David Rodiola, who is kind of the king of the credit union, is uh, here. What's your official title, David? Uh, President and CEO. President and CEO of the Credit Union. And Paula McGowan is here because she's been there since they laid the first bricks, I believe. <laughs> well, on the building that we currently are in Sharon Avenue, Todd. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you, you have a long a long history with the Credit yes, Union. Yes, I have. I've been with the Michigan Tech Credit Union for 34 years. That's impressive in the financial industry to have that kind of longevity. It's uh, it, it speaks, I suppose, uh, that maybe it's a pretty good place to work. It is. It's absolutely a wonderful place to work. Because I see a lot of financial people floating around a lot in the, <laughs> <laughs> the financial world. So welcome to both of you. Thank you for coming in. Uh, for those who really aren't familiar with what a credit union is, David, define it as opposed to a, a bank. Yeah, yeah. No, th- thank you for having us on here. It's always a pleasure to stop by and, and you know, communicate and educate the community on, on different things. Um, first off, you know, e- even the name change, before I get into credit unions and the difference between uh, credit unions and banks, um, even the name change, right? So as introducing us, you said Michigan Tech Credit Union, while our formal name is Michigan Tech Employees Federal Credit Union. Um, the, the I think many of people in the community have been glossing that over for years. So, absolutely. So, but that speaks to the roots of this organization. Yeah, yeah. So, so our credit union was founded by the employees of the Michigan Tech uh, University. Um, actually, in, in 1952, uh, and at that time, the university actually was named, I believe it was the Michigan College of Mining and Technology. Yes. And then the community as a whole kind of referred to them as Michigan Tech, and then they formally changed their name, I think, some point in the 60s or 70s or something like that. So, um, yeah, the credit union has been around a long time, um, and, and really credit unions as a whole have been around a, a very long time. Uh, the the whole credit union concept or movement actually started in, in Germany, um, I, I think, many several hundreds of years ago. But um, yeah, so a, a credit union and a bank, really the the big difference and primarily the only difference is that a credit union is owned by the members that do business there, whereas a bank is owned by investors or, or uh, you know, businesses or, or uh, people that have um, 
invested in the bank in order to return a profit to, the, to themselves. So at the end of the day, we offer banking products and services. So um, I always love the analogy of that. We're, we're both selling hot dogs, just our purpose is a little bit different. So this applies obviously to individuals, to families. Do you also do business with small businesses or large businesses? So not not at this point. I mean, it's something that's definitely on our radar and something that we know we would love to uh, contribute to the community. Um, I think we do have uh, some really good community banks here in town that do a really good job. Um, I think there is space in in there for us, uh, and I do see us getting involved in that arena. At, you know, sometime in the near future here, but currently as it sits, really our our main. Um, services would be geared towards individuals, personals, um, you know, personal accounts, uh, personal loans, things like that. Now, you said that it is owned by members. How much say do members have in how the credit union operates? Well, it, really a lot. I mean, as a everyone that walks through that door that has an account with us is is a equal owner of the institution. They have one vote at our annual meeting. Um, with that vote, they have the opportunity to elect our board of directors. Uh, so we have seven board of directors that are members of the credit union, um, and and any member of the credit union can put their name in the hat to become a board of directors. So, um, really, from from that standpoint, it, it, you know, the way I always look at it is that anyone that walks through that door is an equal owner of of the institution. Um, they can walk in uh, my office, any office, ask questions, and and we should give them all the information as if they were, you know, investors of a bank. Same same, same situation, yeah. Is there then a, a dividend that's paid if you make a profit? So some credit units, so that's that's kind of an if, it depends type situation. Um, some credit unions do provide uh, special dividends. So once a year, they'll actually uh, send out checks to their members. Um, to really, our dividends are paid through our deposit accounts. Um, so, so the interest that we um, provide to our deposit accounts, we, we, that would be referred to as a dividend paid to the member. Um, we're at a point as, a, as an organization that we've, we continue to grow so quickly. Um, and, and I like to use the analogy of that, you know, the, the credit union is the size of a barn, right? And, and our barn keeps getting bigger. So the amount of hay that we have to keep back, our earnings that we're, we're generating, to make sure that we have enough hay for a rainy day, that that keeps becoming smaller and smaller compared to the size of our barn. Um, I do hope and, and I, I do see us getting to a point where we, okay, we've stabilized in size maybe for a little bit and, and we're able to provide those special dividends like a lot of credit unions throughout the, credit, throughout the uh, country. Paula McGowan, when people who come into the credit union obviously then are owners of the organization. Does that change the relationship that you have with them compared to what might be expected from a normal, uh, whether it be a bank or just a retail business where an, an owner is dealing with customers? Correct. Um, it, it is. It's a good feeling. I think members that, you know, really have that concept understand that and they like um, they're proud of being a part of the credit union. Um, as far as employees, we're proud of that also. Um, you know, members are coming in and we're telling them that, you know, they are mem they are shareholders or, you know, they are owners of the credit union. So it is a good feeling, I think, on both sides. Now, I know a lot of these credit unions when they started, and David, you mentioned that this started amongst the employees at Michigan Tech. Some of the starts for these were very, very modest. I had a, a great uncle who started what became the Kalamazoo 
Kalamazoo School Employees Credit Union. He was the business teacher at Kalamazoo Central High School. And for years, the whole credit union was a folder in his desk drawer in his classroom at Kalamazoo Central High School. And it was a few teachers who put in a little bit of money each month, and they made a few loans out to members of the staff. Was the start at Michigan Tech that modest? Yeah, and, and Paula, you want to speak a little bit on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, one of our founding members was Tom Ruby. Um, Tom Ruby has just passed away, um, you know, uh, maybe a year or so ago. But Tom used to always tell the story of that. Um, he had, there was... Um, you know, a few member, you know, board members at that time. And it was started in his, actually his secretary's desk drawer. The members would come in, they would actually come into her office and, you know, take out $3, $5, whatever it was, make their loan payments um, right out of her actually desk at Michigan Tech. And then it started in the Memorial Union building in her office. So it's kind of a neat story of where it actually originated. But yeah. Now, now, banks, of course, have always been rather highly regulated. Was this type of activity regulated at this point? Uh, I mean, were you know, desk drawers covered by federal rules and regulations? Well, now, of course, things are so much regulated so differently, of course. But um, we are part of the NCUA, um, which which governs credit unions. Um, how that all happened worked back then, I'm not 100% sure of, but there had to have been some regulations, of course. Yeah, I mean, there, there's an informality right. about the starts of these credit unions that right. I, I think would probably have a lot of trouble getting away with today. Well, even when I started, you know, things were so different, what you could do, and, you know, things are regulated and you know, a little more stricter, but, you know, we're still servicing our members the same way we did you know, back when I started and when the credit union started, people helping people. Talking with David Raudiola and Paula McGowan from what is now the Breakwater Federal Credit Union, formerly the Michigan Tech Employees Federal Credit Union. When did it start to broaden out from being just open to employees at Michigan Tech? We had um, in 1999, December of 1999, um, January 1st of 2000, we actually absorbed the um, Pelkey Community, Pelkey Community Federal Credit Union. Yeah, from and the old Pelkey Co-op. Correct. correct. I, I drive home to launch the back way sometime, and I drive by the little place there in Pelkey, and it's all closed now. And yeah. I think, gee, that's sad. It's, it looks so lonely there. But that was kind of the step out to say, okay, we're going to bring in some more people than just our tech employees. Correct. And that's when we actually started. We had, you know, the community, the Pelkey Credit Union was, um, you know, now then part of the credit union. And then um, David may be able to tell you what year actually we, um, you know, spread out a little bit more and, and added to our community. I'm not sure what year that was, David, but... Yeah, so so formally we became a community chartered credit union in 2018. Um, it was kind of more of a formality, really, because after acquiring the Pelkey, I think it was Pelkey Copper Country Community Credit Union, um, that opened us up to be able to serve the the broader uh, Houghton County and Berga Township community, um, and and that's that is a, a difference between credit unions and banks too. A credit union has either has a field of membership, so either that field of membership could be a select employer group like Michigan Tech University, or it could be a community as Houghton County, Berga County, Cuna County. Um, so currently, as it sits today, we serve 
Holton, Berga, and Cuna County. So anyone that lives, worships, conducts business in either of those counties um, can be is eligible to become a member. So that that definitely is a, something that's a little unique for credit unions because, for example, let's say someone uh, you know was from Marquette, two hours away, uh, wanted to finance a, a home in Marquette County with, through us, we actually would be unable to serve them per, because they would not qualify for our membership, whereas a bank could do that um, transaction if they so choose. So that is a, a little difference between um, us and a bank as well. And I can remember over the years, uh, regulations started to relax on that. They used to be very, very tight. It was very difficult to get some to get permission to go beyond your original stated goal. And then all of a sudden we started to see, well, we're going to include these people in it too. And they're not related to us necessarily, but we're going to include them. It was a step-by-step process. Yeah. Yeah. I think over the years, I mean, if, if you look back even into the 1950s when we were founded, you know, the regulations were much more lax. I mean, it was just a, it was a much more informal way of doing business, probably across the board, really, even on the bank side. Um, and, and then as, you know, maybe unfortunately, uh, different institutions maybe took advantage of certain things, more and more rules and regulations came in, into play. Um, you know, and, and really with that, um, the... Um, the NCUA, which stands for the National Credit Union Association, Association um, they they have relaxed their um, view of, of who can qualify and, and who they're going to allow to become uh, members of various credit unions. Um, you know, so in 2018, when we formally went through that process to formally become a community chartered credit union, you know, it, it was quite a bit of paperwork and, and stuff like that, but really it was a, a fairly straightforward process and, and really not much uh, blowback from them. And of course, there are several credit unions in the area. There's a Torch Lake Federal Credit Union in Lake London and uh, and, and Lorium, and the Barriga County Federal Credit Union in, in Launce, and uh, the Settlers Co-op Credit Union down in Bruce Crossing. So there are several here in the region. Uh, let's go back to those early days. Why did if you know, why did the people at Michigan Tech decide that they needed this? I mean, the, the, the banks were here. There were good banks in the Copper Country, still are good banks sure. in the Copper Country. Why did they feel the need for something different? Uh they wanted to get involved in the credit union because it was actually, I always say people helping people. So they were people that were depositing, you know, were actually then taking loans. So they were really the biggest concept, I guess I could always say is they wanted to lend to their fellow, um, you know, other employees of that and people at the university. I wonder if it ever got uncomfortable in that environment, that tight closed environment when somebody <laughs> didn't make their payments. I'm sure it probably did a little bit. No, I don't know. I mean, you have to go after, you have done your friends for payments <laughs> there and things like that. I, I can imagine maybe some uncomfortable moments. <laughs> your in friends that. and coworkers, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that, I suppose, is still kind of an unpleasant part of the business. There are still people, uh, as I'm sure with any organization, that uh, either can't make their commitments or choose not to make their commitments. And then uh, do you have to approach them differently because they are technically owners of the organization? No, we all, we always try to, to work with members. I mean, we, you know, sometimes people fall on hard times, things happen, and we're very understanding of that. You know, you're just, you're, we're all human. 
things happen and we just want to work with somebody you know if they can't make their payment we'll do everything that we can to help them you know um, if it's a partial payment right now and we know that they're going to be able to make a payment down the road you know we've refinanced loans maybe to lower a payment something of that nature just to help people out again we're always here to help we want we want to help that member talking with Paula McGowan and David Raudiola from what has been up until now the Michigan Tech Employees Federal Credit Union and now is the Breakwater Federal Credit Union so the $64 question is why the change really the the primary reason is to totally eliminate the confusion that you have to be either an employee of the university or even associated with the university in order to do business with us. Um, and, and even after really 20 years of, of marketing that point and, and really trying to, to educate and communicate that um, to everyone in the community, it, it's just when your name is is a certain name. It, it's just deemed to to be, hey, I, I need to be associated with the university or I need to be an employee there. Um, so we, we really just got to a point where we, we wanted to make sure we're able to communicate through our name included with anyone that, that is here in the community, is moving into the community, that you can do business with us. Um, because we've typically seen uh, in, in the credit union arena that if, if you're a credit union member somewhere and your primary financial institution is a credit union, you're typically going to stay with a credit union. You're going to remain with the one you're, at, you're with, or when you move to a different town, you're going to open an account with the credit union or a credit union in that new town. So we wanted to make sure that, that we're not you know, confusing anyone um, with our name. It, it was a hard decision, uh, something that's been in the works probably 20 years. Um, the university has done a great job for our community. I mean, really, the, the size of our community is because the university is in town. Sure. Uh, bringing all that outside money in. Um, and, and so it's hard to, to you know, kind of willingly uh, separate from, from <laughs> such a strong name, strong brand. Um, but, but I think it's time for us to, you know, kind of, quote, unquote, go on our own and, and, and separate ourselves. And, and we've grown to a size where I think um, we're, we're at a good spot to do that. And, um, yeah, it was nothing, nothing um, you know, certainly if, if there wasn't that confusion, it's a strong name. The university has done a wonderful job for our community. Um, but I, I think it was just time to remove that confusion, yeah. And you make a great point in that you can spend a lot of money and investment in advertising trying to persuade the community that's here that – you're, it's open to everybody and anybody can join, but somebody who's just walked in from Peoria, Illinois, looks at it and says, oh, it's still for still just for tech employees. Yeah. So, so why break water? Well, it's, uh, we've, we've got that question a couple times in the last several months, but really it's, it, it's a name. Um, it has some local uh, significance, of course, with us being surrounded by water, um, break walls on, on both sides of, of the Q&A here. Um, but really, we were just looking for a name that that was, you know, uh, had some strength to it, um, and and non-controversial. Just just kind of a, a nice, you know, easy to say, easy to spell, uh, one word. Um, just just kind of a, a, a clean name, and and that that one just kind of, after a series of, of a lot of marketing efforts <laughs> and whatnot, um, we we settled on that name, and in it. But it probably really could have been uh, dozens of names, but. But you had to pick one at the end of the day. So. How big a process was this? And, and how big a process will it be? Because now I'm seeing sign changes, business card changes, 
all the forms have to change. People are still going to be running around town with their Michigan Tech Employees Federal Credit Union cards. How sure. big an effort is this? It's been a, quite a large project. I think um, we've been working on it a couple of years, but really strongly for at least a year, I believe, David. Um, but it, it's it's been a process, like you said. You know, you have your signage, your envelopes, your everything. Um, and June 28th, it'll it'll come together, and we're going to change our, our main things that'll be changing that day, of course, will be our signs, our mobile and online banking, um, things of that nature. But there will be little things here and there that will, you know, will change as we go along. But it's been quite a project, um, but we're, we're getting excited about it, and I think there's a lot of members out there that are excited about it. Will the website name change? Yep, yep. So that will uh, will be breakwaterfcu.org. Um, and, and we have it set up so that if anyone uh, types in our, our you know, old or our current um, website URL, that they will redirect them accordingly. So, you know, we're, we're trying to really cover all the bases. Um, we, we are confident that, you know, we'll have the majority of things taken care of. But really, it's just such a large, all-encompassing undertaking that I'm sure there'll be a few things that slip through the crack and, and our, you know, the Michigan Tech employee's name will be found somewhere 12 months from now. But, um, you know, we're really going through everything and, and making sure that we're we're switching everything over accordingly. Now, what about people who have checks that say Michigan Tech employees, Federal Credit Union, have yep. cards that say that? Um, do they need do they need to swap those out? They don't right now. The, really member and we get that's one of a, a large question that we get asked and we right now members don't need to do anything. Um, once I think it's after July we ask members that if you have your ch- current checkbook, you know, if you have a box of checks or whatever you have left, bring that in and we will replace that. The credit uh, credit union will replace that for them. Um, the other thing is like if you have a debit card or a credit card, we're just going to go through the regular process when they're normal within the year I believe um, if your card expires you know um, let's say December 12th or December of this year that's when the new card with the new name will be replaced for you. Okay, so there's nothing immediate that the members have to do in regards to their paperwork or their cards or anything of that nature. We want to keep that as seamless as possible for members. Will there be anything changing in terms of the services that you offer, the way things, services are delivered, that kind of thing? You're going to have the same members, the same great people, the great smiles there for you to help you. Um, really, there's going to be no changes for the members other than to see that name change. Now, you do have an event planned. You mentioned a date. Yes, June what 28th. Are, what do you have planned to kind of kick this off? Yeah, so we have uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a cookout up at the up at the credit union. Um, our new physical signage should be in place at that time, so definitely uh, opportunity for people to check out um, the new the new sign and, and what that looks like up on the big board. Um, so we're we're gonna have a cookout, a prize wheel, um, a lot of uh, uh, free giveaways to get you know new uh, marketing collateral out there, you know the hats and the piggy banks and all that stuff out, out in the community. So we have uh, we currently have a whole office full of stuff we're looking to to give out on on June twenty eighth. And so if I have my Michigan Tech Federal Employees Credit Union pen, I don't have to come in and swap it out, but I can come in and get a new one. Abs- absolutely, yep. so, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not required to turn it in or anything like that. No, we'll have same great pens. They'll just have a new name on it. Ink will 
will still flow out of it. <laughs> not, right. Not, yeah. Nothing, and it's gonna gonna destroy all of that. Um, this is a it, it's an exciting time. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a very stressful time, very challenging. I've been through these kind of things before, and I know it takes a lot of work to do this. You talked a little bit about the future before, David, in terms of uh, the, the the fact that you have grown so much over the years. What would you see down the road five years from now, 10 years from now? What aspirations do you have? Yeah, so I, I see us, um, we do continue to grow uh, very consistently. Um, really, for the last, I would say, 25 plus years, we have um, grown at a very consistent rate. We, we typically um, grow the membership base. We're currently over 10,000 members at, at where we sit today. Um, deposits continue to go up. Loans continue to go up. Um, so yeah, we, we do continue to grow at a very consistent rate. I, I would see us um, in in a, in a five year window um, getting into uh, the the business realm. So business accounts, business deposit accounts, uh, business loans. Um, I would see us uh, greatly expanding our ATM network to make sure that we have and um, a really strong ATM network and and try to get an ATM in, in basically almost every town. Um, I, I think at some point, and whether that's in, in five years or not, um, I do see us having a, a branch up at Calumet. I, I think that would make sense for us. We currently have probably about 3,000 or so members um, kind of north of the bridge, um, even excluding uh, Hancock. So um, really to give uh, those members a, a, you know, a closer location to do their business, so a full-service branch up there. Um, you know, that's probably roughly what the next five years looks like for us. But at the end of the day, um, the the employees um, here at the credit union, we we just try to take care of the member in front of us. Um, we we do a whole bunch of marketing things and all kind of things, but. At the end of the day, we make sure to, to do a really good job with that member sitting in front of us. We encourage them to tell their friends and family, and, and I think that's why we've been able to have success because we, we, we care about the people that we're serving. So if you start hearing the term Breakwater Federal Credit Union over the next uh, weeks and months, you'll know that it is the same Michigan Tech Employees Federal Credit Union that it has been for many, many years, just a, a different name and a different look. And it's an exciting time. And uh, David Radiola and Paula McGowan, thank you for filling us in. Thanks, thank you, thank you so much, Dan. Copper Country Today continues in a moment.